0: Basically, what we did in our class today was we structured it by asking, you
1: know, who's been given the gift, when are we given the gift, why are we given the gift, and what's the purpose? If I'm going to get better, if I'm going to use that gift, that means that I have to be involved. I can't be sitting on a pew and developing that gift. I have to be engaged in the life of the church in order to do that.
0: Failure isn't an option because you don't fail something, you just learn from it, right? So whenever we make a mistake, it's not a failure. It's just an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to become better at it. All right, welcome back to another episode of Table Talk. Today, we're actually going to have a quick discussion that's based on something that Nathaniel and I were talking about today in Sabbath school with the teens. So, uh, well, today at the table is Luke, Nathaniel, and I'm Dave. And just saying the table's imaginary. (laughs) Yeah, don't tell them we don't have a table today. (laughs) Anyways, so uh, we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts uh, that's what our sub-school lesson with the teens was about today. And so basically what we did in our class today was we structured it by asking, you know, who's been given the gift? When are we given the gift? Why are we given the gift? And what's the purpose? Uh, so we might just sort of follow that through and, and discuss it from there. So the uh, first question that we asked the kids today was, who's been given these spiritual gifts that we, we speak of?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question. See. There are, there are some people that believe, oh, you know, I don't have any gifts, I can't, you know, I can't do <laughs> yeah. anything. like yeah. But uh, one of the things that uh, we brought up in Sabbath school was one of the parables that Jesus told of uh, this, uh, this rich man that, you know, was going on holidays. So what does he do? He goes, oh, I'll go to three of my servants. Yeah, here's one my stuff. Look yeah. after it. <coughs> he gives... Well, uh, one of them, he gives you know, five talents or let's say five grand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Fifty yeah. grand, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. He's just real rich. So, fifty grand, you know, do with it, you know... Whatever you, you want. Know, increase the business, whatever. Next servant, he gives twenty grand. Mm-hmm. And last servant, ten grand. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, the the rich man goes away and uh while he's away you know the, the guy that was given the the 50 grand he effectively doubles it mm-hmm. he you know he, he puts it to good use he invests it he, he earns a f- uh, a further 50 grand on top mm-hmm. <coughs> then the the second guy that got the 20 grand he he also um Invested it, yep. uh, increased it, and doubled the money as well. But what did the what did the third guy do? Buried, he buried it actually. It. Yeah. 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 So he didn't even put it in the bank <laughs> to get interest. He's like, nah. He didn't even do the. I minimum. I, I, I he don't nothing. want to be responsible for losing. This. Yeah. He didn't want fail. <laughs> so, by and by. um the, <laughs> <buy it. laughs> <laughs> sorry the, 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 the fellow comes back the owner of the business yeah. comes back <coughs> and you know he comes to the, the first guy and goes oh yeah um, wh- what did you get up to when I was away he goes, you know oh, check this out check this out man <laughs> like it is, it's been awesome you know that, that 50 grand that you gave me yeah I did this I, this I was able it. to do heaps of stuff with it yeah. and, and check it out yeah. I doubled it yeah in such and such a time I've managed to yeah. double your money and what, what did the what did the um, rich man, or business owner say? He was happy about it. He's basically like, like, good on you, mate. Awesome. Yeah, you get a promotion. <laughs> yeah. 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 And likewise with the second guy. It's like, you know, what have you done, mate? Oh, I've doubled it as yeah. well. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, good on you. Proud of mm-hmm. you, bud. Yeah. And then gets to the third guy. Probably expecting something similar. Hmm. But he finds out, you know, this guy has buried it. So, like, he he did not want to, you know, step out yeah. and do any kind of risk. Mm-hmm. Not even, you know, taking it to the bank mm-hmm. and getting interest on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> so which by, by the way just before you go on before we
0: actually went to the passage in Matthew 25 and shared the parable we asked the kids this question you know who's been given the gifts and it was funny the answer they thought we were asking them a trick question so they're like uh you know some <laughs> <laughs> you know and but they, they they thought because they thought it was a trick question they weren't sure whether they should be answering you know everyone or no or some
2: people have and whatever but yeah, yeah through but the parable it's very clear that everyone when, was yeah. given each one hmm. of those servants was given a gift Mm -hmm. now some were given five and two gifts or or, you know more prominent gifts
1: and so if we apply that to spiritual gifts like what we're receiving then we we all definitely receive
2: gifts so just because you may have what is seen to be a lowly gift Mm. like you, you might only be able to you know help out with you know the gardens, or something like that, it's mm. only a small thing. So, you're mm. like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm worthless. Mm. Um, whereas all these other people, you know, they've grown up and they, oh, you know, they're good talking to people and all yeah, this things. Yeah, they sort do X amount of a Bible studies or they preach or, mm. you know, whatever it happens to yeah. be. The, mm. the positions um, that get noticed. Mm. But each one of those gifts is important. Mm. Mm. It is like all of them are God given gifts. Mm hmm. Um, and you'll also notice. Well, we've talked about who. Yes. Yeah. Now, so about when, when? When are we given the gifts? Well, like in the parable, mm-hmm. the the servants were given them, you know, straight uh, some gifts straight up. Mm. Each one of us has been given, you know, gifts. Something. Something. Mm. Yeah. Talents, abilities. Yeah. Yeah. But what did two of the servants do? They increase, so they started out with some. Everyone has been given some. Mm-hmm. Now, if we invest those talents and use them, mm. they will grow, they will grow. Mm. And yeah, when we step out in faith, <coughs> God enables us yeah. to grow. And I think it's
0: sometimes the case too that we we get given gifts that we didn't have before. Um, I was sharing an experience with the kids this morning like when I was in high school I refused, flat out refused to do a three-minute um, talk in front of the class. Uh, I was in year nine, believe it or not. Um, and I, I refused. I said to the teacher, no, I'm not going to do it. He's, he's like, no, you are going to do it. Everyone's going to do it. And I said, no, I'm going to get my mum to write a note. I'm not going to do it. So I went home and told my mum, you either write a note to say, I'm not doing this or I'm going to forge your signature and write a note myself. <laughs> <laughs> so mum wrote me a note. All your credit, mum. Very patient woman. Uh, and I took it into uh, my teacher and he said, okay, well, you're not doing it in front of the class, but you'll still have to do it in front of me. And I was like, what? Who is this guy? Anyway, so eventually he you know, led me in his office in my lunch break. For crying out loud. <laughs> you lost your lunch? Yeah. All this for a speech. Mm-hmm. And I just read it off the paper to him. Didn't even give him a single bit of eye contact. So that was, that was me pre-Jesus. Mm-hmm. I did not do public speaking. Uh, then I met, met Christ you know, went through this conversion experience, you know, Holy Spirit entered my life. And then as a result of that, I started getting a calling to do what? Public speaking. And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because God had invested me with His Spirit and with His Spirit came the gift Mm -hmm. to, you know, fulfill the calling. And, you know, so God's calling in my life was to to preach, Mm -hmm. to share, to do Bible studies, to, you know, get yourself out there and do this. And for an introvert, that was hard for me. Um, But... God gave me that spiritual gift, and and over time that gift developed into something else. Yeah. So it's funny how you know when we apply ourselves to God's work, mm. uh, sometimes our gifts multiply. Sometimes they come you know at us from a totally different angle that we didn't expect. I may not have had the, the talent to do public speaking, mm. but I
2: did receive the spiritual gift yeah. later. Mm. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite authors says, uh, "He, being God, never asks us to do anything without supplying the grace." And power to do that very thing. Mm. All his biddings are enablings. Love that quote. Yeah, it's a great quote. Yeah. yeah. So when God asks you to do something, he promises you you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. um there's a the story of Moses when when he was asked to go back to Egypt and you know confront Pharaoh, and Moses is like, "Oh, hang on, I haven't been there for like forty years, man." Yeah, I don't, I, even speak that I, I don't speak that language anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm slow of speech. I, I can't do that. Mm. What does God do? What does God say? He goes, oh, Hang on, mate. I've who, heard that who? excuse before. <laughs> <laughs> who, who made your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Don't you think that I am powerful enough to yeah. give you the ability to speak? It's like the Job experience <laughs> where God was like,
0: Job. Where were you when I created this world, mate? (laughs) Cut your whinging,
2: all right? (laughs) Yeah. So we have no excuse not to do it. Whether we perceive that we have that gift or not. Mm. If we step out in faith, Mm. God provides for our need. All right, so let's merge the two last
0: questions into one because they are why are the gifts given and what's the purpose? Mm -hmm. And let's just... Do it to all together. What is the purpose, do you think? Why are we
2: given these gifts? Well, partly for our benefit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if we don't have something to do, well, I don't know about you, but I'd get awful bored. And <laughs> boredom quite often leads to doing things that I shouldn't do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the the, um, the the famous saying, yeah. "Idle hands yeah. are the devil's workshop."
1: Mm. I would say that the main reason, and I think it's, it's what the Bible says specifically in Ephesians, is that the gifts are given for the upbuilding of the church or for yeah. the edification of yeah. the church. And yeah. so the reason that those gifts are given, and we're, obviously we're not talking about the upkeep of a church building. We're talking about the church as in God's people yeah. here yeah. on the earth. Yeah. So that for the upbuilding of those people... That's why the gifts are given. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's that simple. So we are each to use our own individual yeah. gifts, even though we've all got different ones, yeah. for the upbuilding of the community of, of God's people.
0: Yeah, and to quote from the same passage, um, Paul also says that it was for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Hmm. So when God gives us these gifts to, to edify His church, it's so that they can do ministry, so that the church hmm. can be God's beacon of light in the world. Hmm. Because remember, God called Abraham out of Babylon hmm. To be a special people that would draw other people into that special people, not to be an exclusive, you know, party over here hmm. that you know nobody else had access to, and so the church is to fulfill that same purpose. Hmm. Uh, from you know that New Testament church on to, to our day, we are to be that Abrahamic system, that system that looks and, and feels and, you know, everything is different about the way we do life. Mm. So that everyone on the outside looking in is like, Man, I want to be like that. I mm. want to be yeah. loved like that. I want to belong yeah. to something like yeah. that. And so God says, Here, here guys, have some gifts, some things that you can do to make this happen. Mm. Man, yeah. what a
2: privilege, eh? Yeah. It gives that sense of fulfillment yourself but yeah. also that sense of you know i'm helping someone hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: and I I love what you said as well about it being partly for our benefit because, you know, in the same passage again, there's quite a long passage in Ephesians 4 there where Mm. it talks about the spiritual gifts. It says it's also so that we can grow up into Him who is the head, Christ. So, in a sense, when we're doing this work of ministry for other people, what it does is it it brings maturity and and growth into our own lives so that we become better people. Mm. So that we can, not only can we serve (laughs) other people better, but we through service become better. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, like, why would we then, like the parable, why would we then bury our head in the sand and be like, uh-uh, if I do something, I'm going to fail, you know, when God has said, all my biddings are enablings, <laughs> and yeah. also when he said, I gave you the gift, man, like, mm. seriously, why mm. would I have given yeah. it to you if I didn't want you to use it? Yeah. Mm. And
2: at the end of the day, is it our gift to lose? <laughs> exactly, that's true. Or yeah, is it about God's that? God's
1: gift. It's God's gift in the first place. It's true. Yeah.
2: So, can yeah. I ask you guys a question?
1: Mm.
0: Uh, tell me what one of your spiritual gifts are. Like what? Probably one of the higher on your list. Mm. You've probably all done a spiritual gift survey at one point or another. Mm. Maybe our listeners have as well. Maybe if they haven't, they can try it. Mm-hmm. It's not always one hundred percent accurate, but it's still good as a guide. It points you in this
1: general direction. Yeah. Mm.
0: So let's let's say what one of our gifts are each, mm-hmm. and how we are being intentional about using it. Mm-hmm. And let's ask our audience to do the same thing. Think about it. What is your what, one of your predominant spiritual gifts? Mm. And are you being intentional about using it? Or how can you be more intentional about using it? So Luke, let's mm. start with you. Okay. Predominant spiritual gift. So I
1: would pro- I've would. i sort of got two competing for first place when I do most of those right, tests. Well, what are they? So I'm going to pick... Well, okay, all right. So for me, it's teaching and leadership. They're normally the two that rank the highest. Okay. So and which one's going to win today? Okay, so today I'm going to say leadership. Leadership. It's probably okay. the-, the one that's there. So for me, I... I- in my local church context anyway, um, I, I am in a position of leadership and so mm-hmm. that, call, that means that I have to, if I'm going to get better, if I'm going to use that gift, I, that means that I have to be involved. I can't be sitting on a pew and developing that gift. I have mm-hmm. to be engaged in the life of the church in order to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess, point one. As far as growing that gift, I look for other people who have that gift and try to learn lessons from them. So I, I, you know, in in our situation here, we've got a great pastor that I Mm. really enjoy working with. And so I I try to learn from him. Um, He said a really cool thing in our elders meeting,
0: uh, not this week, but the week before that, Mm. um, just on that point, he said, Mm. every church, every Christian Mm. should have one person that they look up to and one person that they look out for. Yes. An older person that they look up to that they can be mentored by and a younger person that they can look out for that they can mentor.
1: Yes. thought that was brilliant. Mm. Yes. That's true leadership. Mm. And I think that we live in a very individualistic society. And so we often don't do that. We don't like looking for people that are further along than us or people that are lower than us. We like to be individual, you know? And so I think that is a a really important thing so that that's for okay. me anyway that's how i try to awesome. do yeah. that
0: what about you nato
2: what's your predominant spiritual gift um well it would either be you know uh service or something like that um i'm you know, yeah i'd say that's involved probably involved yeah. Or, yeah that's right going to be your highest but one. probably the the one that would be in greatest contention with that would be teaching especially with young people yeah mm. yep He's um, very good at object <coughs> lessons for anyone who doesn't already know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, we've only mentioned that on the podcast five um, or six dozen times. So
2: <laughs> that that's one of the the gifts that well, I didn't know that I had.
1: That's until true. Prior really to recently, putting um, into practice. Was,
2: <laughs> it was what about two years ago? Um, I was I, I received a phone call from Luke. He <laughs> was on the on the nominating committee, and they were looking for. Teachers for some of the junior Sabbath mm. schools. Yeah, and Luke was expecting you know, a great big long-winded you know, explanation, trying to get me to think about it. Luke, can you tell me <laughs> what I'll, I said? Yeah, you, yeah,
1: sure. Like that was it? I, th- I think, you, or you, you said yes, I could do that, or something like that. Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, which, we, oh, which one? That's right. You said which, but yeah. like which class? Which, by the way, I was on the nominating committee with your mum. And yeah. your mum said... Cause he, he won't say Yeah, yes. he won't say yes. He won't say yes. And I said, no, 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 let's give him a call. She's like, you're wasting your time. And I was like, we'll call him. We'll call him. And he's like, yep, which class? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, so not too long before that, I had been thinking, you know, I probably could teach a, 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 one of the children's classes. But I didn't think too much of it. Until I was given that opportunity, I'm like, "Radio, well, yeah. this yeah. must be a sign from God." I don't really know much about it. It's you know, it is out of my comfort zone, but yeah. hey, I'm gonna do it. And now it's part of your comfort zone. It, I, I really enjoy it. it yeah. I love it. Mm. So. Awesome.
0: Uh, for me, for me, I probably have a few competing at the top of the list. Uh, I did a test just the other day to see whether or not we could use it with the teens. So I'm just going to tell what my predominant one in that was. And that was, it was called uh, shepherding in that particular test, but basically leadership as well. Um, so, yeah, for me, uh, how does that express itself? Uh, I find myself when there isn't somebody who wants to lead a conversation or a Bible study or whatever, that I naturally assume that role. Uh, so how am I intent- being intentional about using my gift of leadership? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I also am a leader in the local church. Um, I tend to be a leader in too many departments in local churches historically, but mm-hmm. um, and and look, that's just because I, I love to serve. I love to see people succeed. I love to see God's church succeed. Um, and also, I'm not very good at saying no.
1: <laughs> yep. Anyway, confession session <laughs> over. Yep. Uh, the uh, having said that, the, the nominating committees at this particular church come with their own thumb screws. So <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um,
0: so being more intentional about using that for me in the context of leadership is is probably again something similar to what you said is in mentorship Hmm. i feel like sometimes i have a tendency to to be the best kind of leader that i can possibly be because i can't see anybody else as doing it as well as i possibly could Hmm. and and that sounds kind of egotistical which is kind of Surprising, But anyway, um, what, I, what I mean by that is obviously in a church, you want to see God's work succeed, right? And mm. so you want to see the best um, option available in, in that position. Mm. And so it's hard to say, you know, somebody who you would consider as doing maybe not as good a job as you in that position. Uh, but rather than to just rule them out, mm. I think the, the shepherding part of me should Hmm. and and I want to be more intentional about this, try to mentor them in that role hmm. rather than just being like, well, I'll take on the role because hmm. nobody else can do it.
1: Because if you go back and talk about the the purpose of spiritual gifts in the first place, the purpose is for the upbuilding of the church, not the upbuilding of the individual. Yeah, that's right. And so ultimately, ushering yeah. someone else into that position and coaching them and mentoring yeah. them into that position is really mm. the the appropriate and best use of the gift. Yeah.
0: yeah. Also for me, um, so I've probably mentioned it, uh, several times already, but I loved working with the Teen sabbath School with Nathaniel. That's really awesome. Uh, I think we both love it. <coughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. both love it. Um, but for me, that is just another opportunity for me to be a leader, uh, mm. to mentor those kids. Like mm. m- to me, mentoring is something that I love. I just I find myself naturally inclined to one-on-one relationships or small group relationships. Mm. Uh, probably because I'm an introvert, but also because I feel like that's where you can get the real conversations. That's where you can get heart to heart and you can make the most difference. And so, yeah, I I really enjoy the opportunity to mentor. And so I would encourage anybody else who has the gift of leadership uh, to think about finding a group of people or even a person that you feel like, you know what? I kind of connect with this person. I'm kind of not really intentional though about that connection. Mm. And to just go, you know what? I'm going to be more intentional about that and I'm going to try to, to be a mentor to them wherever possible. And you will be surprised as well that when you offer to be a mentor to someone else, you learn a lot about life and, and yourself yeah. through, through them as well. So uh, you'll, you'll benefit as well. But yeah, I, I would certainly encourage that.
2: Mm. I think one other gift that we all enjoy mm. is... Um, gift of the gab. <laughs> not nah, podcast can't. anyway yeah, this, this table talk um mm. sport us together as a group and yeah you know, it's it's been a real blessing yeah it's been a definite opportunity mm. so even if we weren't recording these things mm. it would be a, a blessing for us individually in being able to you know encourage one another and and help one another mm. and grow ourselves which is a way of yeah. applying those gifts and right I, I would encourage everyone out there to you know have a a core group of friends that you can, you know, sit down and have these, you know, these deep conversations with, and and get somebody else to assess you as yeah. well. It's really helpful. Yeah, and encourage one another, and mm. um, yeah, learn, yeah, mm. learn things. And
0: also, just I'm assuming we're wrapping. Um, yeah. I just want to say something about the parable of the talents. You know, like we emphasized before, the guy that didn't use his talent, he was probably just scared of failure. Mm. And I think that we can resonate with that as people. We can all resonate with that. But failure isn't an option. We already said that. All God's biddings are enablings. Mm. So we should not not even really be considering failure. I mean, I know that's, you know, academic and we we do. And so, you know, Mm. you're forgiven. But don't do it. Like seriously, failure isn't an option because you don't fail something, you just learn from it, Mm. right? So whenever we make a mistake, it's not a failure. It's just an opportunity to learn and to grow and to become better at it. Mm. Amen. So Amen. when you're using that. your gifts, yeah, mm. use them to start with. But then when you are using them and you stuff up, mm. so what? Learn from it. Move but, on. Mm. Do it again. Mm. But better.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that, let's wrap it for another episode. But uh, by all means, for those of you who are listening, if you enjoyed this, if you're wondering about your own spiritual gifts, as a matter of fact, I'm going to say this, put your spiritual gifts in the comments. Tell us what you feel that God is leading you to do or what you're already using. We would love to hear about that and and even interact with you guys about it. So, If you
0: have any questions like how you can use your gift, ask. Yeah, yes, absolutely. We'd love to interact
1: with you guys. So let us know, and we look forward to seeing you guys for the next episode soon next week. All right, bye.
2: (laughs) Catch up.